Our episodes contain graphic information that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Would you like some murder with your coffee? Welcome to Morning Murders. I'm Nicole. I'm Amanda. And I'm Brenna. We're just some gals that like drinking coffee and talking about true crime. And today, my friends, uh, I'd like to bring you the story of a killer I just kind of stumbled across. Originally, I had planned to tell the story of the Ohio Girl Scout murders. Uh, However, like, I was researching it, and it's just really, it's brutal and horrific crimes happening to innocent children. And I just, like... Didn't have it. Even for someone like myself who listens to nonstop true crime, that one just like it hits different. It bummed you out. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll cover it one day, but in the meantime, feel free to Google it. Don't say I didn't warn you. Uh also, you know, the Queens, uh Karen and Georgia, my favorite murder. They covered yes. it. Go support them. Also, my Queens across the pond and red-handed, go they did that as well. So go support them. <laughs> and buy Girl Scout cookies. Yes. Support <laughs> also support the Girl Scouts. <laughs> I think that's the... Yeah, you're right. I'm missing the whole point here, which is... Is Support the Girl Scouts. Thin mints. All right. I was a Girl Scout. I was not. I got kicked out for being weird, I think. (laughs) For being weird? It was like the meeting thing. I was just being... I was talking too much, I think, during the, like, recruitment thing where they sat us all down, and I think they just were like, she needs to be removed. (laughs) You are not a Girl Scout. Get out of here. No, it was definitely more a socialization thing for me. I'm like, oh, my friends are doing it. All right. And then my parents are really cool. They're like, no, you're not selling cookies. I'm not sending my 10-year-old daughter door to door. Like, they even knew about Stranger Danger back then. They're like, right. nah, we're good. And we don't want to go with you, so nah. That's <laughs> Which I really, honestly, I'm like, good. That's good. not a parent I will be, too. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> do you want to do it? Nah. Don't no. Do it. No. Don't. Don't anyway. let them trick you into doing those those fundraisers either. Yeah. Like, it's those, like, those cookie dough. And those those wrapping paper. It's, oh, it's a yeah. It's a freaking MLM for, for school. Nonsense. Yeah. Just saying that I'll do a true crime episode on that because it's a crime. It's a oh, crime. It's a crime. Dare to say no to those fundraisers. <laughs> oh, that took a turn. I'm so sorry, Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> heard of a man by the name of Herbert Mullen, the earthquake killer. Okay, well then, everyone, grab your mugs tight, because this one's a doozy. was born on April 18th, 1947, in Salinas, California, which was the anniversary of the 1906 San Francisco fire. That date? Tap that for later. When he was five, his family moved to a small farming town just outside of San Francisco. And then, when Herb was 16, he moved to Felton, California, near Santa Cruz. He attended San Lorenzo Valley High School, where he was on the football team, had a beautiful girlfriend, and was even voted most likely to bleh, most likely to succeed. I was least likely to succeed with that. <laughs> I was most likely to be famous. <laughs> what? Really? 
in theater. I don't know. It was some some. It was the one that was the theater acting one. Mm-hmm. Me and my ex boyfriend wanted. We were together at the time. Awkward. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. I was just in my senior yearbook the most. Like I was pictured the most because I was just Beautiful. in every. Mm-hmm. No, I was Amazing just in everything. I just wanted to be a part of everything. <laughs> I had to be in all the pictures. I needed to be in charge. That's an Aries thing. I don't know. Anyway. Aries. This guy's an Aries too. He gets it. Okay. He gets it. All right. Is April 18th Aries or are we in a Taurus? I think I think it's still Aries because I think, Brenna, you start or you're just about the beginning of Taurus. Nice. Yeah. All right. But I digress. <laughs> All right. So uh, after being hella successful in high school, he was accepted into Cabrillo College where he studied engineering. Soon after starting college, Herbert's best friend, Dean Richardson, was killed in a tragic car accident. It's said that Herb was never the same after suffering this loss. He built a shrine to Dean in his bedroom and became obsessed with reincarnation and natural disasters. Later on, he even changed his major from engineering to philosophy and studied Eastern religions independently. Oh. Now, was this like a best friend, or is this one of those like Sappho and her friend things where it's like they just live together and they're best no, no, friends? No, no, no. No, I think it really like, was probably was... his one and only friend. Lover. Mm. Well, best like real true friend, mm. you know? Because when you're popular, everyone just wants to be around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or they were wait lovers. for it. Oh, so, well, because they also, were mm, yeah, uh, I'm getting there. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> named Loretta and they were kind of off again on again uh, at one point he broke up with her expressing he thought he might be homosexual Aww. so it is absolutely possible he Aww. was in love with Dean but wouldn't admit that to himself or others Aww. we'll never know I mean we can he's I'd, not get the Ouija board I'd love him, it if they if they just we don't have this to. like secret romance ugh I love that kind of stuff gay stuff's great anyway you know what? gay stuff is great gay stuff's great <laughs> All right, this was also the time when Herbert started to experiment with drugs. He tried marijuana for the first time, and then because it was the 60s and it's just what you did, he took his turn with LSD. Mm. And then uh, he and Loretta eventually got back together and became engaged in 1967. So Mullen graduated with a two-year engineering degree, but I thought he changed his degree, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) But he did end up getting the engineering degree and then moved to San Jose State College. Uh, moved on to San Jose State College, and then he began. He became an activist against the Vietnam War, despite that his father was previously in the military. Mm. Uh, little Herbie vowed to become a conscientious objector, and for those like me who definitely needed to Google that, uh, according to Wikipedia, a conscientious objector. Who say that five times fast? is an individual who has claimed the right to refuse to perform military service on the grounds of freedom of thought, conscious, or religion. Hmm. So in some countries, conscientious, conscientious objectors are assigned to an alternative civilian service as a substitute for conscri- conscription or military service. Didn't Muhammad Ali do that? Wasn't that how... Oh, I don't know. I, I feel know. like the, bo- the boxer... I feel like that was a thing that he... Um, floats like a butterfly. Instincts. Mm. <laughs> like what you would imagine would be a bee. Stingray. Mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> what you would imagine would be a bee. A bee. Oh. A bee. So he, soon after, quit his job and announced that he was going to India to study yoga. 
Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We friends have actually done that. Well, no, I mean, that. yeah, I support I that. We have friends who have done that and are awesome, but sources say he actually just moved to Sebastopol, California and lived in a trailer on the ranch owned by his sister and his brother-in-law. Hell oh, yeah. Interesting. So, same thing. Living yeah. Same. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let's see. <laughs> Around age 21, at dinner one night, Herbert started to imitate his brother-in-law's every move. And not just like... <laughs> Why are you copying me? He's not copying me. Like, he couldn't. He couldn't help it. Oh. Um, and this is actually known as echopraxia. So according to good old Google, echopraxia refers to a pathological, automatic, Im- imitative response or desire to mimic other behaviors. Echopraxia occurs in a semi-automatic manner and is independent of patient insight. Meaning, like, they mm. have absolutely no idea they're really even doing it. Huh. But they, it's a compulsion to do so. Thank you. <laughs> As I'm like moving my hands all weird and Nicole is just looking at me also moving her hands in the exact same way. Do you want I go present? Maybe. Okay. I'm just here enjoying the show. That was lovely. <laughs> I just think of those you know, acting exercises. What is that? When you like mirror? Oh yeah. Mirroring. Mi- yeah. Mirror. What's that thing when you mirror? Is it called mirroring? <laughs> it's called it's mirroring, called, right? It's called twinsie twosies. <laughs> twinsies on Tuesday. Twinsie twosies. Twinsie twosies. When I, yes, when I got my bachelor's in fine arts, when I was <laughs> at Juilliard and mm. they had my acting coaches, we would play twinsie twosies mm. on Tuesday. <laughs> He's in jail now. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Oh dear. So, soon after this outburst, Mullen uh, asked his family to commit him to a mental, and to do a mental institution. Uh, I was really rooting for him to get the help that he needed, but unfortunately, it seems that he would jump around in and out of different treatment centers. Um, in California at the time, patients were not allowed to be kept against their will past 72 hours. Mm-hmm. So, basically, if you wanted to go he could go and there was nothing they could do about it yeah which is unfortunate Mm. so he started hearing voices and showing multiple multiple personas at one point he is released from one of the facilities and his prognosis is listed as grave yeesh grave yeah that's all it said just prognosis grave like "Mm, i don't know big big oof they don't even say like that is a very selective Word to right, choose. because it's not like this is a. He's not terminally ill. Yeah. He's not sick. Like physically, he's not. Dying, they didn't say dire. So no. They didn't say. They said grave. Like that. This is just not gonna. It end. makes me think of a grave. Like yeah. he's gonna die. Right. Well, or people are. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, spoilers. What do you think? What do you like, mean? I wonder if he and many people like that were part of them changing that to be like, no, 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 no. Like I can't, but I can't let you go into society either, buddy. Like, mm. you need to stay mm. here and keep yourself and others safe. I don't know. Yeah, I actually don't know in Cal- in the state of California what, what it is now that uh, when people are able to be let go, whether or not they are. I know that usually if you have any sort of intention on harming yourself or others. Right. Um, I think there could be a case Does that not fall made. under grave? Like, what? Yeah. That's so right. That's so... I mean, uh, who knows if he was being violent or if he was just, like, because, like, what he was saying in the in their evaluations, like, I don't know if he said any of that stuff or if he just was, a, like, a, you know, just had total disconnect. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you know, because so far nothing violent has happened yet, right? Is that... So far? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, so let's, you know... All right. 
So, so let's get into that. Uh, he, so he realized that he wasn't doing well, uh, and he eventually did move back home. Uh, according to Murderpedia, he tried to reinvent himself as a yoga, yoga disciple slash amateur boxer slash hippie. Whatever the fuck that is. Is that... Isn't that just you, Nicole? Oh my god, kickboxer though, guys. Oh, okay, I'm all right. Not a boxer. Well, now I feel bad for saying that. Well, I guess it does exist. I was like, it's right. They do exist. <laughs> but like, okay, here's something you didn't do though, because he. Uh, I also read he would reach ritualistically burn his penis with a cigarette. Oh well. <laughs> right, Nicole. So this is your intervention. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a moment to realize, like, what kind of perf- person does that purposefully? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, um, spe- very uh, very special type of person. It's not very hippie yoga. Maybe boxer, but not. I don't think boxers do that either. No, okay, good. no, I don't think yeah. they. They float like butterflies, sting yeah. like bees. That's well, that, that stings. Well, the, burns like oh no, that was I'm thinking burns like, like a cigarette. <laughs> burns like a cigarette. I was thinking of wrestlers who would use like razor blades and like. Oh no! It's yeah. so cut up. So but when you're a boxer, I guess it's it's less about the theater of the blood of it, right? Like you have to. It's not you know unless you're. Trying to hurt the other person, and you put razor blades in that. Oh my god! Cheating. It's awful. Guys, <gasps> I just thought of a new Etsy store. Oh, it's gonna be very successful. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till Christmas. <laughs> Everyone's getting a pair. You get a pair. You get a pair. Razor blade boxing gloves. Like under your chair. <laughs> oh, that's a good band name. Razor blade boxing gloves. It's All right. I'll put, it, I'll put it in my list later. <laughs> Very long list. Anyways, <laughs> one day we'll have like a bonus episode and it's just me reading my list of band names that I have in my phone. Oh. <laughs> this episode will be 30 minutes long. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, after being released from uh, the last clinic, Mullen was required to attend group therapy sessions at the Santa Cruz Mental Health Clinic. Looks like he would uh, rarely show, though, and also stop taking the medications they prescribed. Mm. Shortly after this, Herb made a friend named Ed Lawrence, who introduced him to a commune in Southern California. But the residents there were immediately put off by Herbert's behavior, and so back to the mental health facility he went, where he was diagnosed with schizoaffective schizophrenia. Oh. I'm tongue-tied today. Uh, Now, I'm no doctor in the slightest. I was just researching it, and I found that there is a difference between uh, schizoaffective disorders and just schizophrenia itself. So in schizophrenia, mood mood symptoms are not expected to occur without psychotic symptoms. The psychotic symptoms are almost always present, but the mood symptoms come and go. In schizoaffective disorder, the psychotic symptoms may or may not be present during the times when a person is experiencing depression or mania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. These are things I learned. Oh. All right. So he would later have a roommate who basically fed his mental illness. Um, the roommate would go on to tell Mullen that his voices were really telepathy and he was chosen by God. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, uh, <laughs> just going to put some fuel in that fire right there. Delusions of grandeur on top of it all? But oh, always ends well. Yeah. Yeah, I know we've seen a lot of God complex issues in serial killers and cult leaders throughout the years. <clears throat> Manson. <clears throat> uh, again, Herbert moves back in with his parents and stops taking his medications. Uh, The voices in his head keep telling him that a major earthquake was coming and the only way to save mankind was through human sacrifice. Uh, 
So remember when I told you guys to tap that info about the 1906 San Francisco fire? Uh, How that happened on the same day, which is his birthday, mm -hmm. April 18th? Well, for that reason, Herbert took this as the ultimate sign that he was destined to be the one to make these sacrifices. Oh. And if he did not do this, he truly believed there would be a continuous earthquake. Just Mm. nonstop deadly earthquakes. The math Mm. checks out. Right. Look, look, look at the receipts. Like, oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello. Thank you. So, in, in order, like, in his mind, to stop the inevitable downfall of the earth, he pulls over to the side of the road and fakes car trouble. Ugh. And that's when Lawrence Wrighty Wright, a 55-year-old homeless man, came over to try to help. Mullen beat Wrighty to death and threw his body in a nearby ditch. He would later try and claim that Wrighty was actually Jonah, who told him to, quote, pick me up and throw me over the boat. Kill me so that others will be saved, unquote. Oh, no, 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 no. Is that, so when I, (laughs) okay, so my Jewish brain was like, did Jonah do that? And then I went, no, Amanda, that's Noah you're thinking of. He's the guy with the boat. Uh, Yeah, so I'm mixed. Isn't there a Jonah and a whale? I have yeah. no idea. Probably. Like that. that sounds right. Huh, this is the three most godless heathens. Woo! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Brain right. murders. Satanism. Woo! Anyways. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. Because you can tell that no matter what, there was a delusion going on. Mm-hmm. Versus yeah. him trying to cover it up, cover up a bad act with delusion. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? There was it seems like delusion. there was like actual um issues going on there which is so tough because every single time he got home he probably felt better and would to go off his medications or his medications made him feel sick or something maybe i know like everyone's got so many reasons but it's like that's you still need to take him and every time he stopped he did something or something happened and sometimes too when you like hear things that aren't really there right you start to feel like you're missing something when mm. you're on the medication i've heard i think everybody oh. kind of goes through different things yeah, and so you kind of feel like it's like you're, it's blocking your sixth sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like your friend, or like something that feels familiar, even if it says terrible things to you, it's still like a familiar. And when it's gone, that like is a weird feeling with it with anything. You know? Yeah, especially I guess if you have had it for so long, or it's just been in your own subconscious. There's like an ownership of that, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's something you miss it after a while. I don't know. I would imagine. But that's just, like I said, like we were saying, there's just multiple reasons why people go off their medications and it just, you know, work with your doctor and make, do, do your research. So, because like just feeling better isn't really the, the right solution. Yeah. Feeling better in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all have bad days. So you need to like keep it up for when you have bad days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't end up throwing a guy over a cliff. You know. Jonah, 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 or having, or having, inc- these really scary delusions of the fires and earthquakes and stuff. That's yeah, gotta be so scary. Yeah. Um, okay, so Wrighty was killed. That happened on October thirteenth, and then not even two weeks later, on October twenty fourth, Herbert picked up a twenty four year old hitchhiker, Mary Gilfoyle. Uh, she was running late for an interview no, no, and no, decided no. to hitch a ride. No. So I know, I know we've said, uh, we might have said this before, but like, please send us your hitchhiker stories. Oh, yeah. I want to hear them. Even if they're just uh, like good signs. Like the other day I saw a sign that said, 
Utah, or Idaho. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because like one's totes on the way to the other. Soup's close. Not a problem. Yeah. What I like about Utah or Idaho is um, that's kind of his way of giving you the option. Like, Utah, if you can handle this, like, if you can't handle this, Idaho, if you can just tolerate me long enough to get me up there. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm like, you know, that's what I... I took it as that. Like, you know, he's a hitchhiker with a compromise. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's fine. All right. Anyway, so he picks up Miss Mary Guilfoyle, and just shortly right after she got in the car, Mullen stabbed her repeatedly, and... All right, now this is the time to swallow if you are drinking or eating. He, di- okay. he dissected her and hung her body parts up in a tree so he could examine them for, quote, pollution. Dope. And tap, tap pollution for later. That's mm-hmm. going to come up again. All right, so once his super official, very legitimate medical findings were finished uh, being conducted, he scattered her parts along a hillside. He was an engineer, though, right? He's no <laughs> medical experience. Yeah. <laughs> but he can look for pollution. I don't know. Guys, he's the one that was going to kill enough people to save us. So, oh, right. Like, there's, yeah, a... there's method in the madness, yeah, okay? There's, there's... Just let him do his thing. So next, in November of 72, this is all in 72, by the way, uh, Herbert decided to go confess his sins. He, um, or actually, wait, are we up to 70? October, November, nope, same year, okay. Uh, He went to confess his sins. He entered St. Mary's Catholic Church in Los Gatos, which I'm like, doesn't that just mean the cats? into a confessional booth. On the other side of the partition was 64-year-old father Henry Tomei. Obviously Marissa Tomei's great-great-grandmother. Much relation. Yeah, totally, (laughs) absolutely, 100%. Sources. Okay. Uh, Herbert took out a hunting knife and stabbed Father Tomei to death. So someone witnessed Herb fleeing the scene, but could only make out that it was a young man in dark clothing, which led the police to believe it was just a robbery gone wrong, no, and they didn't oh, no. really look that much further into it. Wait, what? what? He did rob that man of his life. That's yeah, one know. thing he robbed him of. Great. Thanks, guys. Oh, man. So this, okay. So these are not too far apart from each other? No. Okay. No. These were all within, there was a two-week difference, and then like a month later. Dude, what a choice to kill a priest. Well, what a choice to kill a priest. I get it, like, yeah, from what I mean, he's, like, his, his, I understand his line of thinking, but no, I'm like. I mean, I, is he just, like, a better sacrifice where he's like, look, I'm going to get a priest this time. There's no way these earthquakes are going to come now. Or if maybe there's part of him, I don't know, this is very romantic, but, like, it's part of him, like, you know, trying to go to a priest for help and then the, you know, the delusion sets in because it's like a roller coaster, right? Possibly. Sometimes, like. You know, or, and then, you know, he's there, and then it's, like, what he doesn't like to hear. He's nervous or anxious or all whatever it is, because he killed somebody and he's got a secret. Or if he literally was like, I'm going to go kill a priest. How about a priest? Oh, literally. <laughs> just popped into my head. a bit of priest. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, um, after this, Mullen thought he would try to enter the military, but ended up not getting in. But, like, what happened to being a conscientious objector? Why did I do all of that research on Wikipedia if you were just going to go join the military <laughs> anyway? Do it anyway. Um, he tried entering the Coast Guard first, but he did not pass the psychological exam. I wonder Shocker. why. Yeah. Weird. He's killed a couple people by now, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he then tried to enter So he Marines. has a hobby. 
<laughs> right. So he has a hobby. Well, here's hobby. the thing. So he tried to get into the Marines, and he actually passed the physical and psychological screenings. However, he would not sign the document to release his criminal record. Oh, <laughs> no. So you know he got to that point was like, gosh, shucks. Yeah. Oh, man, uh, did I should have thought about that? Can I bypass so, this stuff? Excuse me. Skip. But I don't Skip. believe at this point he had been caught for anything, so I'm not sure what kind of... But, I mean, he probably has a record that he's been in all of these mental institutions. Oh, so they do have to have, have a record. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was he's gonna so. get, but wait, but he passed. Oh, he passed a physical. That doesn't mean they've looked into his medical records yet. Right. Anyway, I checked all of that. But so. regardless, uh, the rejection sent Mullen down another dark, dark. Oh, oh no. Instead of taking responsibility and getting some much-needed help, uh, he decided to try and find the person who he believed started the whole mess. Right? Let's blame someone else. Oh, Let's the revenge him. game. Mm. This would be his high school friend James Gianara who was the kid who first sold him marijuana. Oh, oh my no. God. This is the only time when I'll be like, yeah, it's a gateway drug to murder. Yeah, we kill. <laughs> we we kill. Only this time though. Sponsored by Derek. <laughs> um yeah, no. That's that's unfortunate. He's and what's so sad is like he is at this point so far gone that like I don't know what logic you know, like, there's no, like, at this point, it's like, I don't know how he could have even gotten help at this point. Right. Like, you know, like, there's just, he's so far gone as, as far as, like, justifying murdering people a couple times and getting away with it. Yeah, he mm-hmm. needs to be stopped. He will not stop himself. Yeah. Right. And that's not, you know, yeah, he won't because he's being shown that it's the, you know, that he's gotten away with it for so long and no one has really helped him. He's gotten some interventions, I guess, with the medical stuff, but they've clearly failed him, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, yeah, I wish I wish there was more that he could have done to help himself. That's just so sad. <laughs> yeah, um, so, he ended, up, he ended up going to the last place he remembered James living. But he had long moved out. However, the current resident told Mullen exactly where to find him. No! no, no. I mean, I'm sure she had no idea it would lead to anything. She was just being a nice person. Yeah. But, <sighs> damn. So... Obviously, Herbert went to find James and ended up murdering him as well as his wife. Mm. Uh, Both victims were shot and then stabbed repeatedly. But because James and his wife Joan were actually still selling drugs, the police blew this off as a drug deal gone wrong and Herbert was never looked into. No, what the heck? Right? He keeps just like getting away and it's so frustrating. No, I don't. Mm, I like, and it's it's one of those things. Like, but they're humans, so look into it, please. Yeah, yeah. Don't just Officer. brush something off. Like, look yeah. what's actually going on. Yeah. Oh my God, he would have been caught. So many. Yeah. But oh, remember that nice neighbor who uh, thought she was helping him by telling him where James was? Mm. Well, he came back and killed her too. What the f- What the heck? Oh, oh, and her two sons, Wait. ages nine and four. Yeah, they helped him and remember fire and earthquake. Oh, yeah, well. Yep. There's actually, uh, I read, sources don't really know in what order he did that. If he went there and said, thank you, and killed her and left, or if he went back. Oh. They don't, there's not really clarification on whether he was like, fuck, I did this. Ooh, you know who's going to know I was here? That chick that gave me directions. It's so interesting when the logic and fight or flight thing happens. Like... Like, when he's like, oh, like, if he was like, oh, I'll go back, or if he just, like, reactionary killed her because she told him where they are, and he was like, oh, yeah, earthquake, 
Sorry. Yep. Almost forgot. Also, excuse me. Miss? <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was also weird that um, a lot of sources have him listed as a family annihilator for this. But then I was like, no, it, it does. I did. I like went down a rabbit hole, and everything that I saw said it had to be your own family or killing close family members, not just because you killed an entire family. It was not your family. You're just a murderer. You're not a family annihilator. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in a, in a blatant, like blunt. Yes, you, you killed a family. family. You annihilated, annihilated a family. family. Yeah. yeah. That's so. Cool. I guess logically, but Maybe not that's... under the like. You know the three types or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, they. Um, usually, in, in all that stuff, it is that it's just your own family or a family that you're a part of, like, or that you're that close you to. You are a part of. Yeah. yeah. So, because otherwise, yeah, you're like you said, you're a murderer. Not all murderers are family annihilators, but all family annihilators are also murderers. Okay, there it is. <laughs> all right. Okay. So where are we with the body count at this point? We are at uh, uh, eight bodies in three months. <sighs> it's only been three months. Wow. So now we are up to February of 1973. It was then that 18-year-old David Oliker, 15-year-old Mark DeBreblis, 18-year-old Robert Spector, and 19-year-old Brian Card were camping in Henry Cowell Redwood State Park in California. They were approached by Mullen, who started screaming at the kids, telling them that what they were doing was illegal, they were camping illegally, and they were polluting. Oh, Remember that no. from earlier? Yeah, so they were saying he was saying that they were destroying the forest. Okay. So when the boys wouldn't listen to his rantings, uh, he shot them all and <gasps> left them all to die. Their bodies weren't discovered until four weeks later. Four weeks later? Mm-hmm. And he was later stated saying that he asked the boys telepathically if he could kill them, and they all said yes. Ah! Captain Planet, he's a hero. He's gonna kill everybody, but only zero. Jeez. God, and what do these kids do? How do you, like, what, yeah, what do you, what's, what's the... What are you supposed to do in that situation where you're like, camping? Okay, and let me fine. just get my stuff and go. Yeah, man that is screaming at us. That's what a... And I wish I wish they would have known that he was using telepathy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's unfair. That's just... Sometimes you got that on silent, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you got that on silent. Do not... I got my brain on do not disturb. I'm in airplane mode right now. So. I'm in airplane mode. Honestly, I'm just going to start using that when people start talking to me and I can't. I'm like, you know what? I'm in do not disturb right now. If you could please. I'm, I'm on airplane mode, so I'm not getting online for the next few days. Sorry, I wasn't. Let's coin that. I like that. I didn't hear you. I was on airplane mode. That's an airplane mode. Yeah. Humans can be on airplane mode. That's like buffering. I've heard that being referred oh, to. Like for where sure. you're saying, you're like, I'm sorry, I was just buffering. It mm-hmm. took me a minute to get in. Now yeah. I've arrived. Sometimes home. I'm like, I'm sorry, I was in another dimension. Yeah. yeah. I went to my other timeline for a second. Just loading. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. here now. This is real Abed, not evil Abed. Oh, okay. Abed. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> All right. So I murdered the four boys. And uh, soon after this happened, the remains of the hitchhiker Mary Guilfoyle were found and identified. Oh. So, yeah, she was that hitchhiker he had picked up. Um, now, it was actually said that Ed Kemper was originally thought... <laughs> That's your boy. <laughs> that tall drink of not-so-handsome. He's fascinating. Tall drink of... Just fascinating. Yikes. So um, he's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Okay, so it was said that Ed Kemper, Ed Kemper was originally thought to be her killer at first, as they were committing their crimes in the same areas of California and around the same time. What's that? So then in return, Mullen was thought to originally be the killer of Kemper's victims, Alice Liu and Rosalind Thorpe. Okay. Well, switcheroo there. Switcherooskies. 70s, baby. Another fun fact. Summer love. They did end up in the same prison, Kemper and Mullen, and apparently had adjoining cells. Oh! Another, another fun fact. Uh, for all their criminal mind spans out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, Dr. Well, Spencer Reed. Uh, uh. So, uh, yeah, Mullen, Mullen gets a few mentions by uh, Dr. Spencer Reed. Matthew uh, Bigelow. And he was even said to be inspiration for a few other unsubs. Cool. I just like that they got to use unsubs, unsubs. in an episode. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, at one point, they basically, like, they blend Mullen Kemper together to create a character. Oh, oh. The okay. And yeah. they're brothers. And the brothers. And also, they're brothers. And also, they're brothers. They're brothers. They're brothers. <laughs> they have two <laughs> best friends. They're, they're not really brothers. <laughs> they're, they're, not, brothers. they're not brothers. But we three are brothers. Yeah, we're so. brothers. But, yeah. And also, we're brothers. Um... So they, yeah, I just like the the idea of, like, the buddy cop drama of the two of them, like, in prison together, like, looking at, looking at each other goes, and thinking, like, if only we could just kill all these people, am I right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. High yeah. Five and, like, ooh, they'd look real good without their head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they just chuckle to themselves while there's a riot going on, because prison <laughs> is terrible. Because prison is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Pan out, yeah. wide shot. Just a fire. Riot. Yeah, full like, on riot. Full on riot. <laughs> we're gonna eat these people, anyway. Yeah, we're definitely gonna eat them. All right. Uh, okay, so Mary was identified, but then this still is not how Mullen gets caught. Oh, well, yeah, because what? they couldn't tie him to her. I was gonna like ask she uh. just got into his car. But here's the thing, because this made me think of it. Uh, I mean, maybe just because DNA wasn't a thing or whatever. But like, if you stab someone to death in your car, isn't their blood gonna be all over your car? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious what his life was like as far as. Acquiring a car, the money thing, like how do you afford to get around? How do you afford to buy well, a I hunting think knife? Like my guess would be his parents because okay. he kept going back to live with his parents. Mm. Okay, so, so there must be some type of like financial help that he's getting. I guess so, and I'm so I'm wondering like if he ditched the car at some point, like because there's so he many- did have a job, he just can't keep one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious about that kind of stuff because he could have. Because he seems like he he can justify a lot of delusions that he has, so it makes me wonder if he, like, gets rid of the car. Because if he killed the lady that gave him the info for whatever reason, like, if whether he was paranoid that she was going to tell the cops or he, like, was just killing her because, you know, earthquake. Yeah, you got to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering, like, what how he would justify the car being completely covered in blood. Because, yeah, that takes... I mean, it depends on where you... You like cut them right. You didn't like slice her femoral artery or something. And mm, I don't even know. But, but I mean, who stabbing, knows? Like she would have touched. Yeah. Him, no one. No one said anything about bladder. like. Hey, Herbie. Like your uh, seat's a little bloody there, bud. Yeah. I mean, maybe window? he doesn't know any other people or have any other people in his car to ever even see it. Yeah. I mean, that could that could be it. He's <laughs> <laughs> got away with it by being a loner. <laughs> Yikes. Um. All right. So soon. Okay. So. Soon after the murder of the boys, Mullen is driving down a side street in a neighborhood in the middle of the day. He suddenly, and without reason, made a U-turn. He approached Fred Perez, who was a 72-year-old retired fisherman just out tending his lawn. Mm. 
Herbert shot Fred and then sped off in his car. But not before a neighbor could write down his plate number and Aww. call the police. Heck yeah, neighbor. Yes, neighbors. Yes, yes. We've yes. definitely talked with the with John Lester about neighbors. neighbors. Yeah, neighbors. yeah something's neighbors. going on there. Let's write that down. Neighbors can be real important, y'all. Yeah. It's like the one time you're like, damn, I'm so glad I had that nosy ass neighbor who was always paying attention to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Um, so he was pulled over and arrested on the spot. Uh, it said he does not resist arrest, but he did insist that voices told him he had to make these sacrifices to prevent an earthquake. Also, when he got back to the station, apparently all he would ever answer every question with was silence. No, not silence. Literally yelling the word silence! (laughs) Then suddenly, bring back my girls. Bring back my girls. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. just a week later, a 5.8 magnitude earthquake hit Southern California, <laughs> and it was said to have caused roughly $1 million in damages. Oh. <laughs> so who's crazy now? How many people died? I don't know if anybody that. died. Because nobody died, and it was just like building damage, but he killed a bunch of people. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I didn't that's look for Oh my god. No, that's okay. I'm crazy. That's funny. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my god, he knew. I mean, I mean but California. Yeah, yeah. But like California. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just like inevitable. Like you're gonna have yeah. an earthquake They've every couple saying, months. Yeah. They've been saying like the big one is gonna happen like any second now. Like they they've been saying that for he was decades. just he was just continuously killing people to stall until it happened. Yeah. Oh, see that? You know, there like he was. Oh, see, I told oh, you guys. Ah, uh-huh. that's like when you're always paranoid about something and then something goes wrong. You like exactly. I knew. But yep. it's like no, you. It's because statistically shit's gonna happen, and just because you're always worried doesn't mean that you like can prevent it like <laughs> that's so funny um so uh, <laughs> earthquake 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 uh his trial was on august 19th 1973 hmm. right like this all just happened in 72 yeah this is already happening in lot. 73 in august <laughs> um like all within within a year, so this kind of reminded me too of Richard Ramirez in that sense because it's just so much senseless violence in a short span of time, mm-hmm. yeah. and also he was an opportunist uh, when it came to his victims. Yeah, that's actually something that um, that's what uh, Doctor Reed says in Criminal <laughs> Minds specifically Reed. is that Mullen, you know, didn't really have like he didn't seek out the perfect victim. It was all just like a wrong place in the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. look at you, you're right here. You Hi. turn. Yeah, yep. that's the well, voices say kill him. All right, let's All right. do this. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, so he was sentenced to two counts of first-degree murder and eight counts of second-degree murder since they had not linked him to all 13 of his killings at the time. Hmm. Interesting. Because they still hadn't, uh, with Wrighty, the homeless man, and Mary Guilfoyle, like, they didn't know about them. Um, and so uh, he was sentenced to life and is currently still alive and serving it at the Mule Creek State Prison in Lone, California. Um, He was actually up for parole in March of this year, 2021, but uh, was denied because of his obvious, the heinous acts of nature, or the heinous nature of his crimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So the judge was like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, at the hearing, good old Herbie continued to blame others for the murders, including his parents, his sister, and other relatives. He insisted that his parents forced him to do it and blamed it on their inappropriate upbringing. He went on to call them, quote, killjoy reincarnationalists. Who, what a, what who, a thing to call someone. Who believed that they could only be happy if their afterlives, in their afterlives, if they made everyone miserable in this one. That is absolutely a word he made up. I looked it up. I tried. It is not. And, I, and then I kept looking back in the source. Like, is that what the source meant? Killjoy reincarnationalists. Reincarnationalists. Um, I, you know what though? We know people like that. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. just a word for it now. Yeah. Thank you, Shakespeare Mullen. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jeez. But oh, yeah. Man. So. Well, oh, I mean, to be swept up in your own, um, your own psychosis for that long and then to be like probably be medicated now to have like lucid thoughts, like what? Oh, woof. Mm. <laughs> woof. Woof. Indeed. Yeah. So he was up for parole this year, 2021? Yeah. Oh, wow. And denied. That's so interesting. It, uh, in one of our earlier stories, too, we had, the, I think it was the, the witch killers. They were also, mm-hmm. for in 2020, up for parole and got denied, too. Mm-hmm. But well, these people. <laughs> people. Yep. So that's, that's crazy. That is the story of Herbert Mullen, the earthquake killer, and what I have coined as the Triskaidekaphobia murders. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> There's 13 of them. So, so ladies, um, as we come down to the ends of our coffee here, then, uh, do we have some final sips? From good old Herbie Derby. Herbie Derby. (laughs) Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock. (laughs) Okay. You know, that was a lot. He had a really busy year. Um, my final sip is you can get a lot done in about a year and a half. (laughs) Um, You're capable of anything, even if you feel like the world's against you and everything's going to fall apart. Um, you, you got, there's, there's a lot that you can get done. Take it, take it from Herbie, but don't do anything he did. (laughs) Uh, learn to paint something instead. Oh, How about painting. That? I like that. That's Let's good. Make a clay pots. Clay, mm. clay pots? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw him in concert. Clay pots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I bought two of the pots. <laughs> uh, mine is, you know, the earthquake is always going to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter what you do or how many people you murder. That's really, that's honestly, uh, Nikki, I was going to say something similar. Like, like, but more just like what Brennan was saying earlier is you can't. You can kill as many people as you want, and that earthquake is still going to come. It's still going like, to come, man. We can't, we can't predict the future. We can't no. help it. And we just got to live in the moment and chill. And this is coming to you from the most anxious person you're ever going to meet. <laughs> but this is trying to take it away. It's just like, you don't have to kill anyone, Amanda, because the earthquake might come, and you're going to be okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. 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 It, it's all inevitable, but, you know, it's going to be all right. Yeah. We yeah. all have our own earthquakes to conquer. Yeah, and people to win. <laughs>
Derby Derbs. Derby Derbs. Have a murder you like to talk about over coffee? We would love to hear about it. Email us at morningmurders at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Morning Murders. In today's show notes, you can find our cited research as well as a few of our favorite mental health resources. Do whatever you need to do. <laughs> Snot it out. All right. Snot it Snot out. Snot it out. Get some water in me. I'm going to open this. Okay. <clears throat> it doesn't make a noise. It's just my water bottle, it's guys. It's it's sorry. <laughs> water bottle. <laughs> Should we do the warm up? Brenda. 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 Are you recording? Yes. How does it look?